0: Beauty for ashes. 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 for ashes. welcome to the beauty for ashes podcast i am your host Shayna salome or otherwise known as beautiful Beats, and i am a testament that god can take your life and turn it around with just one yes join me as we tackle the real expose the enemy and apply pressure god wants to give you beauty for ashes and today we are talking about Gossip okay, something so easy to fall short of, you know. At least for me, I'm gonna keep it real with y'all. That's how it used to be for me. So, you know, are we really cursed for loose lips? You know, we're gonna answer that today, right? What you speak out of your mouth, you know, what does that do? How does that show up? First off, y'all, how was your week? Okay, how is it going? Let's have a heart to heart, let's have a heart check how have you been feeling? I know for me, it's been a lot going on. You know, a lot of warfare, you know, what happens is when you give God your yes, right? Because I'm going to keep it real with y'all. When you give God your yes, and he begins to, uh, put you in the direction, when he puts you in the position of your purpose, the enemy gets upset, okay? Because he ain't have no reason to bother you for real when you were doing what he wanted you to do, right? But when you start doing what God wants you to do, now nah, he mad. So the great thing is that we are more than conquerors, right? Through him that loved us. Um So your girl out here fighting the battles, right? But that's just what comes with it. Um, But I'm super excited. I have been preparing for the Chosen conference, Chosen for this conference, actually, to be precise. Um, And I am a part of the team that's bringing forth this amazing movement to the city of Detroit. um, It's actually happening April 2nd and 3rd. And although I don't usually open, you know, promoting something, y'all have to, y'all have to uh, look into this. Y'all have to tap in because it's going to be an absolute move of God, right? Um, it's time for us to stand up. It's time for us to walk out and be bold and courageous and go forth in the identity and the purpose that God has given us. We are all chosen, but few of us really step up to take that call. So the uh, movement is for any and everyone. You know, we are, you know, looking at millennials, but honestly, any age is welcome. Tickets are available. <laughs> Tickets are available on um the site, and I actually link that so that you all have access to it um uh, but you can also follow the movement on Instagram at the chosen movement, and that's the chosen movement t h e c h s n movement so yes, y'all again, God is really moving, and the devil is really upset, but you know what <laughs> he not going <gonna> right. <laughs> So, I want to start off, right, with a scripture for y'all. Matthew 12 and 36 says, I tell you, on the day of judgment, people will give account for every careless word they speak. So, yeah, we're, we're starting like that today. <laughs> um, it's the reality. It's the truth that the day of judgment, we will have to give an account. So, when you think back to what you have said what you have done, have you been speaking ill of others? Have you been spreading lies? Have you been talking about people and you don't even know if it's the truth you're just talking? you know does this sound like you right? I know that gossip again it, it's it's so easy because you know we're we're humans, you know we like to talk we like to um make connections with people. And a lot of times those connections come through like a means of communication, right? And things that you have in common. And sometimes we don't got the right things in common. How, what we got in common is talking about somebody else. That's not okay. So really to get into gossip, we have to define what it means right before we go into what god said we want to just see what what is the definitions looking like and how can we break those down how does what does that mean y'all know how we do here so first and foremost the first definition that we have here to dissect it says that gossip is casual or unconstrained conversation or reports about other people typically involving details that are not confirmed as being true. So first and foremost, unconstrained conversation is simply just unrestricted conversation, right? There's no purpose to your speech. There's no purpose to what you're saying. You're just talking freely and you're being aimless in your speech, and it's about another person, and you have no regard for them. It's so easy to get into that kind of unrestricted, unconstrained conversation when you're, you know, chilling, talking with your friends, uh, catching up with your girlfriend. You know, before you know it, (laughs) y'all talking about sis over there, auntie, mama, uncle, cousin, uh, your friends from high school. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, okay, first of all, how is this any of our business? <laughs> um, and then second, secondly, you know, I, I've learned now, like I'm, I rather cut the conversation short than be sitting on the phone aimlessly, you know, not having anything to talk about. So then we begin to talk about other people. Like that's when it's time to end the conversation. The definition also talks about reports, right? And so when I think about a report, like what does a report sound like, sis? <laughs> Let me give you the tea or we'll wait till I tell you about her. Wait till I tell you about him. Did you hear? We are not newscasters, y'all. Like, okay, our time should not be spent preparing a dissertation <laughs> on sis next move. That's none of your business, right? And um, that's not your job. Your job is not to... Take an account of someone else's life and go report it to your mama, auntie, cousin, uncle, grandma, friend. No, that's not that's not what we're here for. Right. So the details are typically not confirmed as true. You know, so at this point, we're just spreading things that could be false it's the potential that they could be false you know and what does that sound like he said she said well he said and i heard and pookie told me that like okay but is it true though um or allegedly this person did this allegedly this happened um another definition of gossip is idle talk okay idle means without purpose or effect pointless. So similar to that unconstrained conversation, but it's pointless talk. Gossip is pointless talk. What are you accomplishing by gossiping about someone? I want everyone to ask themselves that question when they listen to this episode. What are you accomplishing by gossiping about that person, right? Because normally with gossip comes judgment. And who are we to pass judgment on another person? See, the Bible says, judge not, That you be not judged. For with the judgment you pronounce, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Why do you see the speck that is in your brother's eye, but do not notice the log that is in your own eye? Or how can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye, when there is the log in your own eye? You hypocrite. First, take the log out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly you take the speck out of your brother's eye. And that is Matthew 7, 1 through 5, okay? This scripture is simple. Don't be a hypocrite. Okay, how are you to talk about somebody else's situation, you know, speak on what they got going on when you got stuff going on yourself, your house isn't even in order, and you speaking on the next person's house, right? You haven't even healed yourself. You haven't even did the work to heal those wounds, right? And you're talking about how sis need to get her life together. Who are you? Who are you? Tell me, please. Who are you to do this? And I want y'all to know that as I'm talking about this, I am talking to myself because I... I like to talk. Clearly, I have a podcast, right? (laughs) You know, God knew, God knew. But I like to talk. But I was talking about the wrong things, all right? And we're going to get into that a little bit further. Um, But can we, at the very least, remember how gossip affects us when it's done to us, right? Can we just, can we just make a conscious decision not to be that person, You know, before we open our mouths, can we think about how it felt when somebody did it to us, how it felt to have something spread about us that was a half truth, how it felt to have a lie spread about us, how it felt to just have our name in the streets. And it's like, yo, what did I do to y'all? Why y'all talking? Why y'all talking about me? Huh? How is this your business? Go find you some business, right? Remember when we were saying that? How about, okay, so let's flip that and let's find us some business and not be talking about other people. All right. See, We talk about, oh, treat others like you want to be treated. That is not just a golden rule, okay? That's not just something that, man, poof, we thought, oh, yeah, we're going to be good people. And we're going to treat others like we want to be treated. No, that is Bible. That is straight Bible. And if you don't believe me, go to Luke 631. And as you wish that others would do to you, do so to them. Okay. That golden rule came from the Bible. All right. So check that. So I just want to (laughs) say, and I might be sounding hype y'all. I think it's because I ain't been on here, you know, I took a week of rest, and so I'm back, and I'm just like, ooh, yeah. I, it's like my friend Lay says, right? It's like a fire shut up in my bones. Like, I literally have to get this out. I thought I was just going to do the uh, outline right now, but I just was like, yo, I got to say this. I got to get it out. I got to speak it. Um, and so that's where I'm at right now. So, look, if I'm on one, I'm on one, okay? <laughs> um, but seriously, we have to think about that. How do we like to be treated? It's just and it's a simple thing we we just have to have that consideration. We have to take in account another person's feelings, okay It could really really be that simple, okay so the next definition we have here is a person who habitually reveals personal or sensational facts about others, okay so if okay you're revealing. Personal things about someone, sensational facts, something that someone gave to you in confidence. And when they told you, you're like, "Ooh, this is good. This is this is really good. And then you go and tell somebody else. Right. You can't be trusted. All right. Habitual release of personal information is an undisciplined tongue, period. You don't know how to control your mouth. And that's on the Holy Spirit, okay? Because that's who gave me that one right there. Habitual release of personal information is an undisciplined tongue. And that goes for your own personal information, okay? I had to learn who I was supposed to be talking to about my own business. You got to you gotta control your tongue when it even comes to who you tell something to. So now I'm going to give you all a little story. Because like I said, I am not without fault, okay? I am, I am so... Uh, passionate about this because of how it showed up in my life because of how I hurt someone okay so I had a friend right and you, you hear how I said I had okay and it's actually it was around the time that um me and my ex broke up and I was like reaching out to the friend and everything and then she was like yo I don't even want to talk to you blah 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 and I'm just like yo what did I do and so, you know, long story short, when we finally got down to it, I talked about something she told me in confidence to a mutual friend of ours. Now, I was in my, I guess, slight defense, I thought because I talked to a mutual friend about it, it was okay, but uh 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 still not okay. All right, because guess what? She gave me personal information. All right. And that was not for me to go and carry and take on to someone else. And so within that, you know, it was actually a domino effect, y'all, because they should never told me what they told me. And then I should never told the next person. And then the person that I told <laughs> went back and told the person who was involved in the first story. So then the person that told me, well, They got caught up as well. So it was just a domino effect. And this situation actually reminds me of one of the scriptures that we're going to talk about a little later. So I'm going to bring it back when we get to it. But this just goes to show that that doesn't work. And now our trust have been broken, right? We're not friends any longer. It doesn't matter that I apologize because people have to... Uh, want to come to for forgiveness right for themselves so um, you can't force someone after you've made the mistake to take you back you know what I'm saying you have to sit with that and you got to learn from that so that's what I had to do okay I'm just speaking truthfully I had to look at myself and look like look Shayna you talk too much (laughs) you need to get it together you hurt someone in this that wasn't for you to tell that wasn't for you to talk about I don't care if the person knew person i don't care if you thought they already knew that wasn't for you to be talking about right and so from that i can say like yo okay you know i went to god i repented and um i asked for forgiveness and i had to forgive myself as well and now i move different okay i do my absolute best (laughs) to control my tongue because i know what it does when you don't okay Okay. So another definition is a circulator. All right. So you just a circulating. I know when I think of a circulator, I think about the news. Again, I think about a magazine circulation and like literally uh, there's always a um, issue that comes out. Right. And so I see a circulator as someone who, okay, they wait around, they get some more, some new information and then the new issue comes out, right? You you got that one gossiper that always has the new. They always have what's new on somebody. They're a circulator, okay? You want to be a bearer of the gospel rather than the bearer of gossip. You know, I had to do it. <laughs> I had to do it. That is something that's worth spreading. You know, if you can't help but to talk, if you can't help but to speak something, share something, tell a story, tell a story about Jesus, Okay? <laughs> Hey, that's me, Shayna over here. <laughs> Look, let me okay, if I like to talk, God, let me use my tongue for you, let me use my lips for you. Let you uh touch me like Jeremiah and 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 God grant my mouth to be your mouthpiece. See, the thing is, and God told me this one day in prayer, He can't use me as a mouthpiece if I still am speaking ill of others if I'm still going forth within gossip how can I how can God use the same mouth that I'm continuously talking and gabbing right for his word and I'm sitting here going behind and spreading gossip how does that work how does that work how how am I going to do both effectively it doesn't work like that so what does God say about gossip then right What does he say about gossip? So I have a list of 10 things. Now, there is so much more that God says about gossip, uh, but I'm trying to just condense it for y'all. But I would definitely, and you can do this. It's so amazing. The uh, things that we have at our fingertips, go to Google, (laughs) type in what does the Bible say about gossip? And literally, you will find a list of things that God says about gossip, y'all. And let me tell you, and let me tell you right now, he not here for it. He not here for it. So number one, gossip separates close friends. Proverbs sixteen and twenty eight says, "A dishonest man spreads strife, and a whisperer separates close friends." Okay. So this is really, 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 really good for the story I told before. Although this is not the scripture I was referencing, <laughs> but um, literally, y'all, when you When you choose to gossip, when you choose to whisper, right, and go from ear to ear with this information, okay, one, you spread strife, right? That's not peace. That's not peacefulness that you're spreading. And a lot of times, y'all, y'all remember the game telephone where you start off with one thing and as it gets passed on, it keeps turning into something else, something else. You could have even started off with what you knew was true. But guess what? You kept uh, telling people and then the next person told somebody else. And now we don't even know. It's not even recognizable <laughs> what the last person heard. And the Bible even warns us not to take what someone says, uh, what that one person says. There should be two or three more witnesses on that. So let's keep that in mind as well. When we are, uh, when gossip is brought to us, let's just stop it right there. This doesn't need to get told anywhere else. And how about you let that person look, don't come to me with that. Don't come with, don't come to me talking about so-and-so. I'm not here for it, right? I'm not going to um, entertain that. Um, And then a whisperer separates close friends. So Literally, if we go back to my example, I guess I'm just going to be the example tonight. (laughs) If we go back to my example, literally, you know, because of me talking, right? I caused a separation between me and a close friend of mine. Now, what I will say is I do think our season was already beginning to end, um, if I'm being honest. But that does not take away the fact that what I did, what I said out of my mouth caused a separation. And if not just between me, between the person who uh, who uh, she was talking with and the, the secret she wasn't supposed to tell about that person. So it's like, it was a lot of separation costs. All right. <laughs> Number two, God says that gossip is considered slander and it labels you as a simpleton. I mean, like, look, OK. To be called a simpleton, that's low-key disrespectful to me. like, what what you say about me? Um, Proverbs 2019 says, 20 and 19 says, "Whoever goes about slandering reveals secrets, Therefore, do not associate with a simple babbler, all right? You're just a simple babbler, bro. You're just talking. It's just aimless i'm not gonna I'm not gonna associate myself with you because you just you're just simple like for real like this might look and it sounds it sounds bad and this is just me this is me right here it sounds bad for me cause it's like I don't wanna be that I don't wanna be caught that, but you know God really did like prior to this episode he had me looking at gossip <laughs> because look it's so easy to get caught up especially with your bestie talking and so When you start reading what God says about it, you're like, yo, I don't want to be that. I don't want to sound like that. I don't want that to define me. You know, I don't want to be labeled as a slanderer, (laughs) slanderer, (laughs) a slanderer. I don't want to reveal people's secrets and cause them strife. Right. God also says that gossip is corrupting talk. Ephesians 4 and 29 says, Let no corrupting talk come out of your mouths, but only such as is good for building up as fits the occasion that it may give grace to those who hear. So when you gossip, you are literally speaking corruption. You are corrupting. Your words are an act of corruption. It's so much power in our words, right? So much power. And God calls us to speak only things that are building people up. When you gossip about someone, you're not building them up. Likely, like I said in the beginning, you're tearing them down. You're judging them, right? You're placing a um, a label over them. Ooh, girl, yeah, I heard she did that, that, and that. Now, that's the perception the person has of them, right? You're not building them up. And you want your speech to give grace to those who hear, right? You want it to be pleasant. What you speak should be pleasant to people's ears, not corrupting. God says that gossip also encourages quarreling. I used to not like to say that word, quarreling. <laughs> it encourages quarreling. So it it, it encourages uh, chaos. It encourages arguments, Um Proverbs 26 and 20 says, for lack of wood, the fire goes out and where there is no whisperer, quarreling ceases. So one thing I want to talk about with quarreling and how gossip encourages it is the reality TV shows that are out. Look, I used to be like, oh, my guilty pleasure is love and hip hop Atlanta and the real Housewives of Atlanta. I only mess with Atlanta, though. Like, let's not, it's 2021, let's not mess with none of it. Can we just say goodbye to the reality shows that are so full of hate, full of lies, um, full of sexual immorality, full of disrespect, right? Full of lack of worth, lack of self-value. Can we just get rid of all of that? for real because what's so funny is we talk and we yell and we scream oh my black kings my black queens my sister my brother let's build each other up let's do this let's do that meanwhile we go on these shows we act a fool we portray this nonsense which is it gonna be which is it gonna be for real if we look at those shows all of it is centered around gossip you know, around lies, around things to like get people revved up so you can encourage the quarrel, encourage the fire, right? I think this is actually beautiful imagery. And that's one thing that I really love about the Bible is, you know, especially in Proverbs where they, and Psalms, and, but just throughout the Bible, <laughs> but they give you these examples, right? The Word of God gives you these examples and it creates this picture for you. So let's think about fire, right? Right? The flames only grow when you add the wood to it. But if you stop adding wood, then it'll go out, right? And I know y'all have heard the saying, don't be adding fu- fuel, don't add fuel to the fire, you know? And normally when I hear that, it's like in the in that case somebody's upset and you know, we're like, "Look, don't make them more upset. Don't say more to make them uh More angry, right? But the same can be said for gossip. If you stop feeding the fire, it'll go out. If you stop your whispering, if you stop your gossiping, if you stop your spreading to and fro, the fire will go out. The quarreling, the mess you created will cease. All right? And then as I'm doing my studying, the Holy Spirit just gave me, what is peace to a lover of gossip? Hmm? You cannot love peace and love gossip. There's It it just can't. It cannot work. Do you not love destruction when you choose to gossip? Do you not wish for your fellow man, your fellow woman to fall? It's just like how you cannot serve two masters. Yeah, y'all, it gets that serious. You can't serve God and serve the devil, right? You can't be... Um, in the world and of the world. It says that you're in it and not of it, right? So you can't love peace, right? Love light, but love destruction, love gossip, love the mess and the drama that's created from it. Those can't go together. So for everybody that's talking about love and light, love and light, meanwhile, you're talking against your neighbor, I'm going to just use neighbor for this example, because like sister, brother, whatever. But, you know, you, you got this this hatred coming out of your mouth about somebody, but you talking love and light. Nah, 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 nah. The, they can't exist together. It's one or the other. The next thing that God says about gossip is that it goes down into the inmost body. All right. And so Proverbs 18 and 8 says the words of a whisperer. Are like delicious morsels. They go down into the inner parts of the body. You know what's so interesting is how the word whisperers use. Um, they actually, I'm gonna tell you another word that's used another version. But when I, I think that's so clever <laughs> to translate it to a whisperer because most of the time. The gossiping is what is done in secret, right? I mean, nowadays, no, not so much. We're watching it on TV. We have the shade rooms. We have the uh, gossip blogs and gossip segments of the magazine and all this different stuff. But at least in our day to day, usually when you're gossiping about somebody, they don't they don't know it right away. You're whispering. You're you're talking to someone else about them. So I think it's uh, interesting. Just to, instead of being, you're a whisperer. <laughs> so. You know, this scripture is actually repeated again in Proverbs. I think it's in, ooh, I want to say chapter 26, something like that. But um, it's repeated, right? And look, we know anything that's repeated in the Bible multiple times is important, especially if it's repeated word for word. Like God, like, look, I want you to get this. <laughs> um, so in other versions, the whisper is actually called a tail bearer. A talebearer, even can we just break that word apart, a tail bearer, someone who bears tales, somebody that goes around carrying all these tales, <laughs> all these stories, can you imagine that all these stories in their bag, right, and then they present it to each and every person, right. A tailbearer is someone who maliciously spreads gossip and lies. So, you know, in that little vision I gave you, that bag, that satchel that you have with all the tails in it, it's actually malicious gossip and lies in there. And you're spreading that amongst everybody. So this scripture is so true because if we think about gossip, right, and we think about how when somebody shares it with us, we want more, We got to know more. Right. So you told me about how Keisha hooked up with Donnie and Donnie got a girlfriend and a baby mama. And then the next time I see you, I'm like, okay, girl, so what's up with Keisha and Donnie? You know what I'm saying? Like you get the little piece, you get a little taste and it's delicious. You like, oh, I need to hear more. Tell me more about this story. You know, tell me more. Next time I see you, don't forget to update me. Right. Because the words of a whisper, the gossip, the lies, the half truths—those are all um, delicious, <laughs> right? And so we even use the term "juicy," right? Ooh, what's the juicy gossip? Give me the tea, all right? We're we now we sipping on tea, right? The tea is nice, it's hot, okay? It's delicious. Give me the tea. Wow, how foul? Why <laughs> like, how foul? How foul are we as humans sometimes? Like, what what is up with us, right? See, the words are just going down into us, right? We're we're just soaking it all in. We're soaking it up, right? And this part of the scripture is actually referencing how when we take in those words, we develop a perception of the person that we were told about, right? So a good example is just like, you know, with the celebrities and a uh, shout out to Enduring Word because they helped me kind of break that down. But, you know, we look at celebrities and um, as soon as something comes out about them right now, our perception changes about the changes about them. You know, we we've cast a judgment, you know, like, oh, you know, he cheated on her allegedly. So I don't mess with him no more. I don't support his work and you don't even know if it's true, right, and I'm I'm obviously still have discernment, you don't necessarily want to be out here supporting a cheater, but you also don't want to be out here casting judgment, because do you cheat too? Mm -hmm. I'm just saying, Um, so (laughs) like, I think about it too, about like, in church, right, and how, you know, people come out, oh, you know, sister, so-and-so daughter is I heard she pregnant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard she pregnant, girl. And now the person that you done told this to has internally cast a judgment. Whether you want to or not, it happens, period. Like, you, it just happens. And now that person is thinking like, oh, sister so-and-so don't know how to handle her child and her daughter don't know how to keep her legs closed. Like, And you don't even know the truth of the matter, right? So words of a whisperer, they taste good to us and they go in. It's it's literally uh, the imagery, yo, the imagery. It's literally thinking about something you're eating, right? I'm literally sitting here eating your words, okay? And then I'm taking it and I'm digesting it. And then what comes out is my new perception of the person that you just told me about, of the person you just talked about. Uh, actually, this... It just came to my mind when I was studying this scripture. It talks about how Jeremiah ate God's words, right? And that's what we should be eating. (laughs) We should be eating the word of God, not this gossip, not these lies, you know, not these uh, deceitful things that are being spread, um, which just further encourages us to just stay in God's word, right? Man cannot live Off of bread alone, right? He cannot. We need God's word. Um, So God also says that gossip deems your religion worthless. James 1 and 26 says, If anyone thinks he is religious and does not bridle his tongue but deceives his heart, this person's religion is worthless. So let's talk about it. Okay, let's talk about it here. So let's go back to the previous um previous example with Sister So and So. Well, we're gonna we're gonna call Sister Washington. That's gonna be her name, right? And she's the one that went spreading the rumor about Sister So and So's daughter. All right. Now, Sister Washington, you know, she is uh held in high regard. She is the first lady's right-hand woman, I don't know what you call it in, in some churches, but, you know, she has a position, right? You know, she had, she's held in such high esteem. She has such high esteem for her church, for her role in the church, for her position to the pastor and wife. And she still is out here spreading rumors, spreading stories Casting judgment about other members of the church. That's not religious. Your titles, your positions, they're worthless. Why? Because you can't control your mouth. You can't control your mouth, okay? We have to check ourselves, all right? All right? If you can't control your mouth... (laughs) You know, you just out here doing doing all the talking. Right. And you're deceiving your heart because you in your heart, you're thinking, oh, I'm a good person. Oh, I'm this. I'm that for you to have a certain position and then not be able to control your mouth, to control your tongue. You are deceiving your heart because you're like, yo, look, I'm in a good position. God, you're using me. I'm in service of you. Meanwhile, God is like, but what you're doing right there? You casting judgment what you doing right there? you spreading rumors. You over here making my children look at my other children like they crazy, right? You don't have any self-control. I don't care about your position. I don't care about your title. You're deceiving your heart right now because you're coming before me and your heart is not postured. Your heart is not postured in my truth, okay? We have to know what God's word says, not just bits and pieces, right? Because just Looking at just bits and pieces of the word is good. That'll get you in trouble right there. That will get you in trouble because it'll have you believing that you know God is all about uh, religion in my place and in my position. Uh, meanwhile, I don't have a personal relationship with God. I'm casting judgment every Sunday. You know, I'm I'm spreading lies. Like, let's be real, uh, the church, and 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 thank God that you know God is doing a move within the church, right? But If we think about it, a lot of people's church hurt came from um, the way that people presented themselves within that building, be it gossiping, be it casting judgment, be it casting people out, you know, treating people um, as if they were less than, right? Right. Because they did not come looking the way you wanted them to do. Or because they didn't present themselves in the way that you wanted them to do. It's not about you. It's about God. And that's where we mess up. That's where we mess up. Because we insert ourselves. We insert our rules. We insert our restrictions. Instead of speaking the word of God in its entirety, okay? Not just picking pieces. Not just preaching from the same passage every Sunday. But speaking God's word in its entirety, Pastors seeking God on what they should be speaking on every Sunday, not speaking on what's popular or what's trending or what they want to talk about. No. What did God say? Right. Where did the Holy Spirit lead? Okay. now I'm getting off topic, so let me get back. (laughs) But, you know, God also says that gossip with gossip, you will eat its fruits. You will eat its fruits. Proverbs 18 and 21 says, death and life are in the power of the tongue and those who love it will eat its fruits. Watch your mouth. You will eat the fruits of your tongue. What are you saying about people? What are you wishing on other people's lives? What are you praying against in contempt? Hmm. Oh yeah, let's let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about how death and life are in the power of the tongue. Watch your mouth. Because you could just as easily say something about somebody, and guess what? You gonna eat that fruit instead. It's gonna come back around to you. Okay? You wishing, oh, she thinks she's better than everybody since she got a new job. And then what happened? You lose yours. Watch your mouth. God says that gossip is evil. Just straight up, y'all. Let's keep it real. It's evil. Psalms 34 and 13 says, keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking deceit. Gossip is evil, meaning it is wrong. It is immoral. It is wicked, right? It's not okay. I know that this world has centered so many different things around gossip. I know that people feel like they uh, have gotten closer to their friends because of what they've been able to gossip and talk about, but it's not okay. It's wrong. The Bible warns us to keep our tongues from it. (laughs) You know, the, the Bible says to resist the devil and he will flee from you. Some of us haven't seen the devil flee because of our mouths. We can't resist the devil, right? If we don't resist the things that he delights in come on, come on, come on. We thinking we resisting him, but instead we're inviting him in by the words that are coming out of our mouth, by the practices that we continue to um, be a part of, by the people we continue to hang around, Mm -hmm. by the habits we refuse to break. Resist the devil and he will flee, okay? Meaning you need to also resist the things of the devil. Resist The evil things resist the things that God detests. Okay, because as you resist, the enemy will flee. All right. God also says that gossip is the work of an idler. We said earlier, even when we we researched it, right, we looked up what gossip meant. It meant um, it it also meant um, idle talk. So if it's idle talking, it's definitely the work of an idler, right? First Timothy five and thirteen says, besides that, they learn to be idlers, going about from house to house, and not only idlers, but also gossips and busybodies, saying what they should not. Now in this scripture, if I understood it correctly, it was actually speaking to widows and how younger widows um, should remarry. And look, if I'm wrong, if somebody listened to this and I'm wrong. Uh, please reach out to me because I believe that that was the uh, understanding from it. And they were just encouraging them like, yo, you know, we want you to remarry, Da da. -da, because like, look, we don't need you to be out here being idle, going from house to house, talking, gossiping, being a busybody, doing stuff that you don't got no business doing, right? So find something to do. That's what we can take from that. (laughs) Find something to do. Don't be idle. We hear the quote, an idle mind is a devil's workshop. Meaning, don't give the enemy an entryway. Don't give him an entry point. Keep your hearts and your minds on things above and do good to keep busy, all right? And not just keep busy just for the sake of being busy. You know, we live in a culture that's like, oh, you know, I'm booked and I'm busy. I'm booked and I'm busy. I'm booked and I'm busy. But what are you booked and busy with? Are you busy with the work of the kingdom? Did God tell you to do that? Did he? Huh. Let's ask ourselves those questions. Right. So don't be idle. Right. Don't be idle um, out here to the point where you don't have anything to do. So all you can do is be in somebody else's business. Right. But also when you are filling your time, make sure you are filling it with things of God. All right. And God, you know, the, the main thing God says about gossip is he hates it. He hates it. It's not something God gets down with. It's not something he's jiggy with. It's all throughout the Bible that it is not his cup of tea. He's like, yeah, no, that's not what I need y'all to be out here doing. Proverbs 6 and 16 through 19 says, There are six things that the Lord hates, seven that are an abomination to him. Haughty eyes, a lying tongue, and hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked plans, feet that make haste to run to evil, a false witness who breathes out lies and lies, and one who sows discord among brothers, a gossiper sows discord, okay, again, there's nothing peaceful about gossip, there's nothing peaceful about it, Um, and look, I know, right, I told y'all about the story, so literally, I cause discord between friendship and you know that that's what happens when you gossip. Um, I've been on the receiving end of it, of course. I've I've been on the receiving end of people talking about me, spreading things about me that were untrue, um, spreading half truths. They didn't know the whole story, so they told what they thought they knew, and then that painted the a picture. You know what I'm saying? We've all been there. We've been on the receiving end. I'm almost positive everyone has been in the place of gossiping before where they've gossiped about someone else. Um, So we really want to take great care not to be that person. You know, even in looking at this scripture, right? I even look at a lying tongue. Well, when you gossip, sometimes some of us gossip and we gossip with lies. All right. A heart that devises wicked plans. I would go as far to say that your heart is devising a wicked plan if while somebody is telling you something in secret, you are already planning on who you're going to tell it to. All right. All right. And then um, feet that make haste to run to evil. Again, again. Even you can even apply that to gossip if you're running, trying to get all right, what is the newest tea? What's the juicy gossip? What's going on? You're hasty, you're trying to get to that wickedness, right? A false witness who breathes out lies. So now you got the person who told the lie, and then you got someone who is backing up your false lie. How where they do that at. Right. And then again, the person who sells discord among brothers. So you're not bringing peace. You're bringing separation. You're bringing uh, destruction. You are uh, t- taking friendships and you're pulling them apart with your words. We do not want to be any of these things. Right. God says all of this about gossip and more, <laughs> believe it or not, and more. So are you cursed for loose lips? Yes. you You curse yourself. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. Right. Right, so we have to be careful what we say because we could bring forth death on ourselves just by what we speak out of our mouth, just by what we speak out out of our mouth about ourselves and about others. Right, when you're speaking, it's either speaking life or it's speaking death, and that's just what it is, plain and simple. There is no in between. Okay, and that's why we have to do our best to uh, really be in God's word, really be careful and. Considerate of others Really take the time to think about What we say before we say it Right? It's so easy to get caught up in Gossip. You got the popular series Like Gossip Girl and that show is a Whole trip, right? And then you have these reality Shows, again, like we talked about earlier That have All of the things in it <laughs> Even gossip Aside, it's a hot mess, right? But there's gossip that's Intertwined all throughout each episode so as believers, I mean, as people, period, but for those who are listening that do believe in God, um, we got to be careful what, what we consume, you know, and those who don't believe either. But I know that a lot of times people, um, they get saved, you know, and they think that every that's it all right, Jesus died for my sins, I'm good to go, like, yes, yes, you're saved, you know, but there is so much more after that, right, you have to continue to give God your yes, you have to continue to uh, die to your flesh daily, and part of dying to your flesh is choosing the words that come out of your mouth, choosing not to gossip, right, Um, and then also, this is a little off topic, but Like, there is so much available to God's children. And some of us just stop. We just do that surface level, right? We get saved and then we just kind of get by for the rest of our lives. But, you know, God has so much that he wants to do in your life. He has so many things that he wants to show you. He has so much inside of you that he wants to bring forth and use for his glory and bring his children to him. And literally, all you have to do is ask him. All you have to do is be willing. All you have to do is tell God, yes, every single day. And I just want to encourage you that if you have gotten into a place where you feel like you're just not moving, like you plateaued. Is it plateaued? I don't know. Like you're not moving, like, you know, like things aren't really happening. God, what's going on? I feel stuck. I would encourage you to go to God and give him your yes again and tell him, like, look, God, I want a deeper relationship with you. I don't want to live surface level. I don't want to live lukewarm. I want to be all the way on fire for you each and every single day, each and every single day. And I want to encourage all of you who listen to this to take on that attitude, take on that heart posture. Right. And then back to the <laughs> see, Holy Spirit just be having his way. Look, I am not mad at it. All right. But, you know, back at the uh, series, like you could be watching this stuff and then and not thinking anything of it. Right. Consuming these shows and things. And then before you know it, you find yourself talking like them, thinking like them, acting like them. You're like, wait, that wasn't me. Where, where did that come from? Right. See, the very idea of these shows introduced gossip if you think about it, like let, let's look at it, right? So I'm watching Real Housewives of Atlanta and I'm watching all the stuff that people are doing. Then I'm calling to my friend, girl, did you see what Stevie J did? Did you see what he said? Da, da, da. That's still gossiping. We may not know them, but like it, it's aimless talk. It's idle. What's the purpose? What's the point? It's pointless. And then we don't even know, which a lot of it you find out later isn't even true. So now we're all just spreading collectively, spreading all of these different lies about these people, you know, and whether they signed up to do it or not, or whether they, they're they getting paid for it or not, it's still not of God, you know? We have to be careful. We have to be aware of these things. These gossip columns and magazines, they still exist. You know, you got the gossip feeds, the gossip blogs, you got shade room, you got the church shade room, which I have recently heard of. And I'm just like, say what? Like, why? Ask yourself this. Why are you as a believer subscribed to things like this? You know, it's not of God. You know, it's not. So what's the purpose? You know, and then people might say, oh, Shayna, you know, you're just you're just doing the most. Shayna, it's not that big. It's not that big of a deal. Blah, blah, blah. Like, oh, my gosh, you Christians, you're so uptight. Like, no, the thing is, we have to understand that if there's a lot of people doing a thing, And you're following along with them, you might want to take a step back and look at what it is that everybody following and doing. Because most of the time, it's not of God. (laughs) Like, a lot of the times, it's not of God, right? Because we are in the world and not of it. We are called to be set apart. So, I don't care. Like, people could tell me all day that I am this, that, and the third. But it's a real-life battle out here. It's a real-life war. Okay, there is so much more beyond what we see with our eyes right here in the natural. Okay, and I'm not trying to get caught up in it. The more you know, right? The more you know, ask God for wisdom. Ask him, ask him before you go judging and talk about, oh, they can't never have no fun. They can't never do this. Ask God, ask God, ask God. Mm -hmm. See, we tell you (laughs) Proverbs 21 and 23 says, whoever keeps his mouth and his tongue keeps himself out of trouble. Titus three and two says to speak evil of no one, to avoid quarreling, to be gentle and to show perfect courtesy toward all people. Okay. These are the things that God wants us to do with our mouths, right? He wants us to speak life and he wants us to keep our mouth and our tongue. So that means have self-control, which is also a fruit of the spirit, right? right? So when you have the Holy Spirit within you, that is what's going to assist you (laughs) in keeping that tongue controlled, okay? That conviction going to come real quick, all right? I know there was a time where I was thinking to say something. I would think to, and I'm like, no, I can't even say that. No, I can't even talk about that. No, I can't do that because that's gossiping. Like, you know, soon my mind (laughs) began to recognize before I was going to do it. Like, nope, don't even do that, right? And even still, like, Like I said, sometimes you're just talking and then you're talking with a friend and then you're like, yeah, girl, let me tell you what happened at work today. And then that just trails on to something else. You're like, yo, I need to repent because that wasn't even necessary. That was not necessary. Like there comes a there comes a part where you cross the line from just telling about your day to then, you know. Telling about somebody else and casting judgment on someone. So it's definitely a learning process. Obviously, we're not perfect, right? But we have to really work to do better. We have to. And when you know better, you got to do better, right? Because if you don't, the Holy Spirit is (laughs) going to experience that conviction anyway. So you know better. You have to do better. God will help you with your mouth, okay? Ask him. Psalm 141 and three says, set a guard, O Lord, over my mouth, keep watch over the door of my lips. Okay, God, help me, help me control my mouth, help me control my lips. And look, the closer that you are to God, the more you're going to begin to hate what he hates, despise what he despises, right? And so get to know God. Just just go within go within that relationship with him. there's a song it's so beautiful um by uh Corinne Hawthorne, and it's called "Know You and she says, "Oh, you know what y'all y'all about to <laughs> you all about to make me look it up because that song is too good, it's too good um let me see here hey uh, Shackle boodle shit it. Let's see, hallelujah, Lord, help me out here. Help me out, 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 hey, help me out, hey. Okay, here we go. She says, I don't wanna live in the shallows. I was made to search the deep. And that is so real. We're not meant to have this shallow surface level relationship with God. We are meant to go deep with God. And the deeper you go with God, The more that you will begin to love what he loves, desire what he desires, and hate what he hates. It's the real, right? Um, The more that his word will become hidden in your heart so that you won't sin against him, that you don't sin against him. You know, the more you know about what God says when you're confronted with these situations, you're going to think twice. (laughs) You are going to think twice, all right? You're going to be like, uh... I don't know if I should say that. I don't know if I should do that. Okay. What well, would God? Mm, no, no. Holy Spirit. Okay. Jesus would have. Mm, you, you you start to think about some things before you open your mouth. Okay. We are called to operate in the love of Christ and the peace of God. All right. And gossip cannot exist in that same sentence. All right. It can't. It cannot happen. All right. So I really hope that y'all are encouraged. Okay. Like I said, I was hype about this. I mean, it took me long enough to get to it, but I was hype about this episode because I'm like, yo, this is something I had to learn the hard way. Okay. I had to learn it the hard way. So I hope that y'all learn something from my story and that you just see, you know, that that God is really not here for the gossip. He's not here for it. And I don't want y'all here cursing y'all selves. Because of how y'all are talking about other people, what you're speaking on other people, what you're speaking about other people, and even what you're speaking about yourself. I don't want you to have to go through that, right? And so literally, you know, if you were listening to this and you're like, yo, Shana, I was made to search the deep as well. (laughs) I was made to have that relationship with God. And I want to know what God says about things. Because you know what? I, I was gossiping. I thought this stuff was innocent. You know, I, I was out here and I've actually ruined some relationships. I've ruined some friendships because of my mouth. Right. Um, I'm not seeing good fruit in my life. And I think it's because of my mouth. And you know what? I just want to know who God is. I want to know who Jesus is. Well, so let me tell you. Okay. The Bible says that if you believe it in your heart. Right. And you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord. All right and that he died for your sins on that cross, and that he rose again in three days, then you will be saved. So confess that and believe it in your heart, right? And give God your yes. Ask God to come into your life and transform it to renew it, right? And walk with God. Choose to walk with God every single day. It's not just about that first confession, but it is about the continual yes to God. And guess what? We also have a Facebook group For anybody who is like, yo, I gave my life to God and I need a community because guess what? You do need a community and I'm glad you realized it. And so the link to that group is going to be right there in the show notes. Definitely click it. Come on by because we want you to be a part of this group so that you have a community for you because you have to have people with you. Um, I will say that I'm so blessed with the women that God has placed in my life so swiftly, right? Right because iron sharpens iron and even when i think to speak anything other than life over myself my sisters my sisters are coming in you know to the rescue reminding me of who i am and who God is. So we need that community. Please be sure to follow us on Instagram, Beauty for Ashes podcast. Uh, We are working to kind of get our um, content beefed up there. If you would like to follow me, my Instagram is underscore underscore beautiful peace. And um, other than that, y'all, I will check y'all next week. Thank you so much for listening. Share it with someone if you loved it. All right. Review it if you want me to know how you feel about it, (laughs) and I will catch y'all later. Peace.